So it's Christmas Eve in the city. Possibly already, maybe later tonight, maybe sometime tomorrow, maybe all of the above in different places and with different gatherings of people. It's time to open presents. Is there something in particular you want for Christmas? Is there something in particular you're hoping to find wrapped in bright paper and bows and laid neath that light-lit tree? Is there something you're hoping to find wrapped in flesh and laid in a manger, laid neath that star-lit sky? What are you wishing for? What are you hoping for? What are you praying for? What do you want for Christmas? The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. A friend of mine noticed that so many Christmas letters he and his wife received this year had a letterhead or an opening greeting or both saying, Peace. Many too, maybe most, he said, were also signed, Peace. And Isaiah the prophet said God would send his promised one under whose rule lions would lie down with lambs and swords and other military hardware would be melted and reforged into plows and other instruments for farming. For there would be no more war, and he would be prince of peace. And angels in the bright heavens sing to shepherds in the dark darkness, and what they sing of is peace. What is that exactly, do you suppose? I mean, you know that whole lion lay down with lamb and M16s melted down into leaf blowers is all well and good. It's great, but I got a hunch it may be heaven before that kind of peace is something anybody actually sees. Is there anything to see now? Does God... When God promises peace, promise a blessed thing, now. Are your friends who sign their Christmas letters with the word peace doing anything more than wishing upon stars and wistfully dreaming now? Two artists were commissioned, each to paint a painting of peace. They were given a full year to consider and work on the project, after which it was agreed that a panel of distinguished judges which determined which artist had best put on canvas peace. When at last the day came, the panel was assembled, an audience gathered, and they watched as the first 
artist unveiled his, his canvas. It was a stunning piece. On the edge of a tree-lined, serene lake, northern Minnesota, no doubt, was a small cabin. Two geese were landing on the lake. Their reflections from the still water, their reflections were rising up to greet them. The sun was setting beyond the lake. Its reflection on the calm, clear water was radiant. A man was walking toward the cabin, and a woman and a child were resting in the grass outside the cabin's front door, and they were looking at him, and they were smiling. Wisps of smoke curled up from the chimney. Warm light from the fireplace hearth beamed invitingly through the window. A doe and fawn nibbled grass nearby. This was Terry Redlin on steroids. It was stunning. Everybody on the panel literally breathed in from that scene a deep, refreshing breath of peace. They all knew it was the winner without even looking, but of course there was the other painting, and so the judges invited the second artist to unveil her work. The contrast was so stark, it was almost rude. Instead of an immediate sense of serenity, this painting immediately greeted panel members with unrest. The canvas was dominated by a raging, churning waterfall, tumbling over a steep cliff. You could almost feel the violence of the water cascading over the cliff and into the huge boulders down below, some of which, after centuries and centuries and centuries of this onslaught, had been reduced to stones and pebbles by the water's power. Several pieces of driftwood had been carried over the edge, and they now protruded jaggedly from beneath the rocks where they had been splintered. But to the side of the waterfall was a tiny branch growing out from the cliff face. And on the edge of the branch, midst just a few green leaves, there was a bird's nest. And in the nest, in the nest there was a mother bird And she was sitting on her eggs, and she was singing. The judges stared for quite some time and then huddled, but only for a moment. The vote was unanimous. The first painting was peaceful, to be sure. It was heavenly. I mean, there was not a single hint of anything threatening or unpeaceful in it. But the second painting was declared the winner It won for its depiction of tranquil joy, even though harsh tumult could be seen all around it. Jesus, and this feels significant to me, Jesus was born at night. He was born in the dark. And we tonight heard the story once more for the who knows how manyth time, but it does feel significant to me that the first time that story was ever told by those angels to those shepherds, it was told at night. It was told in the dark. 
And we tonight sing carols of the Christ child, carols some of us have sung easily, I'm sure, hundreds of times before, but it feels absolutely significant to me that the first time carols for the child were ever sung by those angels to those shepherds, they were sung at night. They were sung in the dark. And peace is what they sang of. But this is also not wishful thinking peace in an imaginary world where there is no darkness. No, the peace angels sang of is what scripture elsewhere calls that peace that passes all understanding. Because there it is. There he is, their hope is, their love is, their God is shining in the dark. So, it's Christmas Eve. Do you know anything about the dark? If so, I've got news, good news, that's for you. I heard it from angels who have news that's news for us all. In the darkness, right there in the darkness, right there in your darkness, there is light. Light shining. And the light is Jesus. What? You've sinned? There he shines, and there's forgiveness in the light. What? You've been sinned against, and you can't let go or move on? There he shines, and there's healing in the light. What? Every time you hear news these days, it's bad news, and you're afraid for the future? There he shines, and he is good news, and, spoiler alert, good wins. What, the only reason you came to church tonight was to put a smile on Grandma's face? There he shines, and you can do with this information what you will, but it is time that you know this. He's the smile in Grandma's soul. What? You've seen too many church people act like hypocrites? There he shines. Turns out hypocrites need a savior too. What? You're not even sure you believe in him? Well, there he shines. Come all this way because he believes in you. The people who walked in darkness, on them the light shines. Is it sometimes dark where you walk? Here to the dark he comes. Here in the dark he shines. And here, even though it's dark, is a promise. He loves you. Peace. Peace be with you. 
And peace be in the world through you. Because it's dark out. And love is the light. Amen.